You're listening to NTSU Sports on WGNS. And we go to the sixth inning. The Raiders will have Trent Siebert coming on to replace Zach Keenan. Siebert will enter the game with a four to three lead. Keenan has gone five innings, so he is eligible for the win if the Raiders can hold on. Well, Siebert's the right guy to pull in here, making his 20th appearance, 17th in relief. He's thrown 57 and two thirds innings, giving up 20 runs, 18 of them earned on 50 hits, 18 walks, 63 strikeouts. Trent Siebert with a 281 ERA, 4-3 record and one save. And his job is to Keep the Eagles under control. Okay, Siebert's last outing was against uh, Rice in the extra inning game that the Raiders won 5-4. Siebert started in that game, pitched well. First pitch, taken outside by Slade Wilkes. Ball one, Wilkes a left-handed batter. And this one fouled away. Count goes to one and one. In Siebert's start, he pitched seven and a third innings, allowed one run on nine hits, two walks, four strikeouts. Did not get a decision as the game went to extra innings. There's a pitch high, ball two. Two balls and a strike to Wilkes. Final line on uh, Zach Keenan, he goes five innings. I'll get the rest of it after this pitch. It is swung on, hit to left field. Galloway back on the track, looking up, and that one is gone. Wilkes takes it over the left field wall at the Wall of Champions for a game-tying home run, and that is his ninth of the season. So the left-handed hitter took the left-handed pitcher deep. Opposite field, no less. So uh, Zach Keenan will not figure in this decision tonight. He goes five innings, gives up three runs, two of them earned on five hits, two walks, five strikeouts. And the batter is Lynch, another left-handed batter, takes the pitch outside, ball, ball one. Um, Against this left-handed hitting lineup, the left-handers where you what you want, you'd think. There's a strike called. One ball, one strike. So Lynch we'll, has bounced out and singled. So a leadoff home run by Slade Wilkes. <coughs> he has driven in three of their four runs. Bouncing ball to first. Rudder has it. He'll win the race to the bag. And that is out number one. With one out in the sixth inning, we've got a 4-4 game now. Second baseman number six, Will McGillis. This is Will McGillis, the second baseman. Flight out in the second inning, doubled in the fourth, and was thrown out trying to stretch it to a triple. Pitch just missed it inside, ball one. 
One ball, no strikes. And the left-hander delivers. Bit low, ball two, two and oh. There's a swing and a miss. But Gillis chased the fastball. Two balls and a strike. Trent Seabrook just doesn't get flustered out there, does he? No, he's he's a senior. He's he's been around. Missed inside ball three. Three and one. He just no, he never shows his emotions out there, does he? I just, I can't remember him. Always calm. Caught that inside corner, three and two now to McGillis. And the pitch, low mm. ball four. That's a base on balls. So with one out, a runner at first, the batter is Carson Pato. He has struck out twice against Zach Keenan. So even though he's facing a left-hander, he was probably glad to see the pitching change. Pato, a left-handed hitter. Got some pop, he's got 12 home runs on the season. Pitches a swing and a foul back. Had a good cut. No balls, one strike. A little bit under that ball. He was on it, though. Siebert with the pitch. An overhand fastball, and it's 2-2, two and 0-2. Two, uh, Four, four, we're in the top of the sixth inning at Reese Smith Field. Middle Tennessee, Southern Mississippi. The pitch in the dirt outside blocked by Spears. Count will go to one and two. Siebert comes set, checks the runner at first. He's going, pitches outside, throw to second. Gonna get past Lopez in the center field and advancing over to third will be McGillis. That will be a stolen base and a throwing error on the catcher Spears. Well, they, uh, they don't run much, but they've run a couple of times against us tonight. Count now two and two on Peto. Infield is coming in with one out. And a runner third. Pitch is low in the dirt, blocked by Spears. Ball three, three and two. This is the advantage here goes to the hitter with the infield drawn in. 
took strike three. Wow. That is the third time Plato has struck out, and the second time he's been called out. First strikeout for Siebert, and with two outs, the infield will back up, play normal, and the batter is Montenegro. And they're going to bring out a pinch hitter. So Montenegro will be lifted for a right-handed batter, number 25, who is Blake Johnson. He'll probably come in to do the catching. Pinch hitting for the Golden Eagles, number 25, Blake Johnson. So Johnson replaces Montenegro. He's a right-handed batter. And Siebert ready to work with a runner at third and two outs. Hit him. And hit him on the first pitch. Mm, 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 mm. Well, that's the third Southern Miss player that's been hit. The Raiders have had also had three players hit by pitch. So before I could look up Johnson's <laughs> stats, he is at first base. Runners at first and third now with two outs. The batter is Gabe Montenegro. Single and scored in the first. He's grounded out and struck out in his other two at-bats. Strike at the knees, nothing in one. A solo home run leading off the sixth inning by Shade Wilkes has tied the game at four. And the pitch is a check swing oh. outside. One ball, one strike. Boy, I thought he caught the plate. Runners lead at first and third. A 1-1 pitch, swing and a miss. And the count will go to one and two. Montenegro, the leadoff batter for the Golden Eagles, has been for the last couple of years. Setting up outside. And a swing and a foul, foul that outside pitch away. Count holes at one and two. They were trying to go down and away on one and two. Runner at third is McGillis, who walked. Runner first, Johnson, who was hit by a pitch. Might be a good idea to go back down there. And the pitch. Missed outside. The runner will go to second. Fake throw, and runner third sticking close to the bag. That'll be a wild pitch to allow Johnson to go to second. The pitch ball was in the dirt. Two balls, two strikes, the count to Montenegro. Siebert comes set, and the pitch. Swung on, hit the left field, the base hit. They're gonna score two. As Montenegro delivers a single. Scoring McGillis and Johnson. With two outs, they were off with a crack of the bat. 
And now Southern Miss has regained the lead, six to four. Two RBIs for Montenegro give him 28 on the season. The batter is Dickerson, who is 0 for 1 officially with a sacrifice bunt and a walk and a fly ball. Blowing inside, ball one. So neither starter will figure in the decision tonight. Three runs in the sixth inning. Off reliever Trent Siebert. That wild pitch cost is a run. The pitch. Strike called, one and one. <clears throat> Here's the pitch, and it is a check swing and a strike. He went around. A ball and two strikes. The count to Dickerson. The pitch is swung on, hit to left center. That's a base hit. That's going to score. Galloway will cut it off, get the ball quickly back to Lopez. Yep. Runners will be at first and third. Had Galloway not been able to cut it off, a run would have scored. But he got it back into the infield quickly. So that is the, well, it's the third hit off Seabrook. And there is action in the Raider bullpen. First and third, and Coach Myers is gonna make a visit to the mound. The batter is a left-handed hitter, Ewing. So we'll have to wait and see what the uh, Raiders plan to do here. I wouldn't think they would make a change with the left-handed hitter coming up, but you never know. Mm. I right, think you'll, you'll remember this, John. Okay. Back in uh, 1956, Dale Long oh, of yeah. the Pittsburgh Pirates Home runs. It's a two-run homer at Forbes Field against Chicago. He homered in eight consecutive games. Joined Don Mattingly, Ken Griffey Jr., and uh, they will uh, share the honor of having homered in eight consecutive games. That was on the back of Dale Long's baseball card for any number of years. Should have been. It was one of the great, uh, it's probably the greatest achievement of his career. Pitch outside to Ewing, ball one. And as we thought, Siebert remains in the game. Runners first and third, two outs. A leadoff home run in the inning and things haven't gotten much better since. Check swing and a strike. One ball, one strike to Ewing. He's the eighth man to bat in the inning. Got to stop this here. Southern Miss leading six to four. And the pitch. Check swing. Did he go? 
The runner goes to second. They, they call did it call a strike. They call it a strike, one and two. But the runner went to second. And the pitch was in the dirt, wasn't it? Yes, it was. So that'll be a wild pitch. Oh and two the or one and two the count to Reese Ewing. Runner second and third, two outs. The pitch outside, blocked by Spears. Two two. Spears is having trouble hanging on to the baseball. Must be moving on him or something. Siebert has the sign. And the 2-2 pitch. Who had it fooled. He checked his swing. And yeah, he flinched. Took it low, ball three. Three and two. It's going to be Siebert's last hitter. Or last batter. Let's hope he's not a hitter. Full count to Ewing. That big guy, Sargent's waiting to hit next. And ball four is low. So the bases are loaded with two outs. Siebert has just not had a good inning. No, this is his ninth there. And uh, in addition to giving up a leadoff home run, he has walked two batters, given up three hits. Well, they're staying with him. And has thrown uh, a couple of wild pitches. Here is Sargent, 0 for 3. Swing and a miss. <laughs> he had his home run cut there. He's the ninth man to bat here in the sixth inning. Sargent with 18 home runs. Siebert has already thrown 42 pitches this inning. Swing and a foul out of play, and Siebert ahead in the count, 0-2. Two outs, bases loaded. Raiders really need to end this inning right here. Can't afford to get too far behind. Outside and high, the runner's gonna try to score, and he will score. Yes, that's a wild pitch. And both runners move up. Montenegro comes in to score on a wild pitch. And it is now seven to four. The runners go to second and third and the count is one and two to Sargent. The Raiders had a play on him at the plate. It didn't get too far away from Spears, but the Pitch was in the dirt. And the pitch to the plate outside, ball two. Two and two. Siebert comes set. The two two pitch. Swung on and a little tap to third. Coker has it. Over to first, in time for the out. The inning is over, but the damage done. 
four runs score in the inning. Three, four hits. No, three hits. There was an error and three men left. We will go to the bottom of the sixth inning. It is Southern Miss, seven. Middle Tennessee four on the Blue Raiders Network from Learfield. Hey, Blue Raiders, thinking about buying a second home along the coast? I've got you covered. From Gulf Shores to Apalachicola, or maybe a condo cabin in the Smokies, I've got that covered too. Buying, selling, or auction here in Middle Tennessee, not a problem either. Call on me, Richard Lewis, for all of your real estate dreams. Oh, by the way, I'm never too busy for any of your referrals. Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, 615-896-5656. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. We go to the bottom of the sixth inning. Seven to four, Southern Mississippi with a big sixth inning. They sent nine men to the plate. Inning started with a leadoff home run. Didn't get any better for the Raiders. It'll be Luke Vinson to lead it off, then the top of the batting order. Vinson takes a strike on the inside corner. Matt Adams, the second pitcher for the Golden Eagles. He is the pitcher of record now for them. Strike two call, same spot. Three of those. Three of those four runs scored, though, with two outs. Had our chances. And the pitch to the plate is swung on, foul straight back. Count holes at two strikes to Vincent. Luke has struck out and been hit by a pitch. Takes a pitch high, one and two. Lopez and Mabry to follow. We're in the bottom of the sixth inning. Seven to four, Southern Miss leading. There's a ball fouled out of play and the count holds. Southern Miss looking for its 22nd consecutive win over Middle Tennessee. In baseball. And if they win this ball game, that uh, clinches the championship for them. Strike three called on the inside corner. That is the first out here in the sixth inning. At least if, uh, that would require Louisiana Tech loss. But at this, uh, as we speak, they're in the top of the ninth over in Charlotte. And Charlotte is on top of Louisiana Tech, 11 to three. Here's Basto Lopez. 
drives one in the left field for a base hit. Left fielder feels it on the hop, gets it back in, and Lopez has his first hit. He'd been on base twice by uh, hit by pitch and an error. That's his first base hit, first hit off Adams, who came in in a pretty tough situation, got the last two outs in the fifth inning. The run that scored in that inning was charged to Hall. So here's JT Mabry with a runner at first, one out. Mabry checks the swing, takes the pitch up high for ball one. Mabry 0 for three. Grounded to the pitcher, has lined to the shortstop and hit into a fielder's choice. Adams comes set. And the pitch popped up into Right center, not too deep. Center fielder over. Montenegro will make the catch for out number two. Two down in the sixth. Here's Wyatt Morgan. Single drove in a run in the first inning, grounded out in the third, flight out in the fifth. One out of three. Two outs, a runner at first. Got action down in the uh, Golden Eagle bullpen. It's like a right-hander throwing down there. Right-hander was throwing last inning in the Blue Raider bullpen. That's a strike call to Morgan. And I suspect we'll be seeing him for the top of the seventh. They give Morgan the left field line. Pitch is inside, one and one. They're pitching him inside. He could turn on one of those and do some damage. He sure could. One ball, one strike. There goes Lopez, the pitch is low, the throw to second is in time, and Lopez is thrown out trying to steal. Wow. That's going to be all in the sixth inning. No runs, one hit, and nobody left. So Morgan will lead off the seventh for the Raiders. We have completed six full innings. Southern Miss, seven runs, eight hits, one error. For Middle Tennessee, four runs, eight hits, two errors. Seven to four, the Golden Eagles lead it as we go to the seventh on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student-athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. Hey, hey, hey! 
Nothing gets your attention like a happy client. When we were planning our move from Wisconsin to Murfreesboro, we chose Chip Walters of Exit Realty. He knows Rutherford County, and we looked in several neighborhoods, and Chip helped us write an offer on a house in Murfreesboro. And it was accepted on the first try. If you were to tell me you were looking at buying or selling a home, I'd tell you to choose Chip. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamm and Associates, your trusted advisor in real estate. flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. We'll go to the seventh inning. The Raiders have made uh, a pitching change, John, and we'll have the right-hander Bryson Thomas coming in. Uh, Bryson will be uh, making his uh, tenth appearance all in relief. He has thrown uh, 16 innings, given up 10 runs, all earned on 12 hits, 8 walks, 12 strikeouts. Got a 5.62 ERA, a 1-1 one one record, no saves. Opponents only hitting 207 against him. His last outing was uh, Tuesday night at uh, Vanderbilt. Went two-thirds of an innings and uh, with zeros. So Thomas will try to hold him right here. Keep the Eagles at bay and give the Raiders a chance to catch up. Yeah, he came on the other night uh, in the uh, bottom of the seventh at Vanderbilt. Got a uh, ground ball and a fly ball. And Thomas is senior from Spring Hill, Tennessee. He's a large young man. 6'4", well over 200. Here is Wilkes. First pitch is low and gets past Spears back to the backstop ball, one. Five hole. Wilkes led off the sixth inning against Trent Siebert with a solo home run to left field. One ball, no strikes. There's a pitch just low, ball two. Two and oh. So the Raiders with their third pitcher of the evening, Bryson Thomas. There's a ball drilled down the right side, but foul, kicks off the fence, rolls into fair ground. Count goes to two and one on Wilkes. That home run by Wilkes, opposite field shot, was his ninth of the season. Takes this pitch in the dirt outside, ball three. Three and one. He doesn't look like uh, he's big enough to have that kind of power, but you don't have to be big to hit home runs if you understand the the physics of it and can make your body do it. This is this is one sport where size doesn't make a lot of difference. There's a ball drilled to right field. That's down in the corner. And Wilkes is heading for second as the throw comes in. There will be a play there, and he is safe, got under the tag. A nice relay from Snyder to Mabry, and made it a close play. Made it a close play, you're right, and the, I think the relay throw was just a bit high to Lopez. So that'll be a double for Wilkes. His 16th double of the season. 
And nobody out, a runner at second. The batter is Danny Lynch. Third base for number 26, Danny Lynch. Lynch has a single in three trips. He's scored a run. Twice he's grounded out to Briggs Rudder at first. So be on your toes down there, Briggs. Might be coming your way. Thomas comes set, checks the runner at second, and the pitch to the plate is swung on a miss. Strike one. We couldn't have asked for a much better night tonight, though. It is just a super night for baseball. One strike to count. Lynch waiting. Blowing inside. Count goes to one and one. Danny Lynch hit 320 for the Eagles last year. He's at 250 this year. He was their regular third baseman a year ago. High outside ball two. Two and one. Raiders have the bullpen working again. Yeah, Jalen Wirtz has just gone down, getting, doing the, the loosening, and pretty soon he'll start throwing, it looks like. Swaying and a foul at the plate. Count goes to two and two on Lynch. Wilkes down at second with a leadoff double. Wilkes has three hits. He's got a single, double, and a home run. He'll probably have one more at bat to try and hit for the cycle. There's a swing and a miss. And the runner goes to first base, but that ball did not hit the dirt, so no throw necessary. Lynch struck out on a pitch outside for out number one. And with one out, the batter is McGillis. Second baseman number six, Will McGillis. McGillis has flied out, doubled, and last inning drew a walk. He's a right-handed batter. Thomas Fitch in the dirt, blocked out in front of him in fair territory by Spears, ball one. Oh, we've had a lot of pitches go in the dirt yep. tonight, and Spears has been. Uh, he's uh, he, he is going to be a tired man. Yeah, he's been like a he's been like a hockey goaler, goalie trying to stop the puck. A swing and a miss. One ball, one strike to McGillis. He is going to be a tired man. Thomas checks the runner at second, the pitch. In there for a strike. One and two, the count. It's seven to four. Raiders trailing on the top of the seventh inning. You know, we're in game 50. 
and he's started 41 of them. Yep. That is. Uh, oh, that pitch in the dirt. Caroms off the backstop, right back to Spears, but he has no play at third. That will be a wild pitch. Yeah, he was. Uh, he DH'd one of the games at Rice past weekend, and I, I asked him if uh, how he liked the DH role. He said, I want to be out there on the field. <laughs> Spoken like a true catcher. Yeah. Infield comes in now on the edge of the grass with just one out and a runner at third to pitch. That one's in the dirt blocked by Spears, and the count will go to three and two. Right-hander Bryson Thomas comes set the three-two pitch. That one's low in the dirt, blocked for ball four. The runner will go to first. The batter goes to first. The runner at third stays there, and runners at the corners with one out. And that will allow the middle infielders to back up. For a double play. Here's Peto, who has struck out three times against two different pitchers. Stands in from the left side. Runner on first, faked going to second, and that is ball one outside. When you have a lead like in a game like this, you can do so much more stuff than you can if you're behind. And wouldn't be surprised to see them send that runner. Oh yeah. Especially with a runner at third. And they've uh, they've been very successful running tonight. There, there he goes. goes. Swung on and fouled out of play. So that was a good head first slide at second base. And apparently that was not a foul ball. I thought that ball was foul. I thought so too, but it wasn't. So that's a stolen base. Runners now at second and third. The infield has to come back in. And like a rubber band, in, out, in. There is a pitch outside. Two balls and a strike to Peto. By the way, it's spelled P-A-E-T-O-W. Carson Pinto. <coughs> Thomas looks in, taking a little too much time. Pinto backs out of the box. Keenan got him twice on strikes, and Trent Siebert struck him out in the sixth. Thomas comes set. And the pitch is outside, ball three, three and one. And Wirtz is throwing in the Raider bullpen.
Thomas behind in the count, three and one. Strike call. Full count to Peto, three and two. Johnson, the new catcher, is the on-deck hitter. Thomas now with a 3-2 delivery. Swung on, foul down the left side. That'll be out of play. Two teams tomorrow night at six. Three-two pitch coming again. Ball four, and he was walked Peto to load the bases. And the batter is Johnson. Catcher number twenty-five, Blake Johnson. I was kind of looking for a pitching change after that happened, but apparently they're going to stick with Thomas with the bases loaded and one out. Johnson was hit by a pitch last inning in his first at bat. There's a strike at the belt. That was the sixth walk given up by a Blue Raider pitching tonight. Two for each pitcher. Two for Keenan, two for Siebert, two now for Thomas. One strike to count. That one almost hit Johnson. Backed him away. One ball, one strike. Our game sponsor tonight, First Vision Bank. Thomas ready for the 1-1 and swung on, hit high in the air to left. Going back, Galloway, warning track, reaches up, makes the catch. The runner at third will tag and come in to score, and it's 8-4. Wilkes tagged at third and scored after the catch, so give Johnson a run batted in. The other runner stayed put. That is out number two. Here's Montenegro. Has two hits and four trips. The left-handed batter, leadoff man for the Golden Eagles. First and second, two outs. The pitch, strike at the letters, nothing and one. Thomas comes set, and the pitch swung on, hit the short. Lopez steps on the bag, and that will end the inning. Montenegro bounces into fielder's choice. In the inning, one run on just the one hit. Two men left on base. It is seventh inning stretch time at Reese Smith Field. Southern Miss eight, Middle Tennessee four on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. It's a new season. Get ready for more men's and women's college sports excellence. Trophies will be awarded in June to schools who take the top spot in the 2021-22 Learfield Directors' Cup. The premier award recognizes one winning institution in all competitive divisions. Follow your favorite team's progress as seasonal standings are announced at L Directors' Cup on Twitter and online at directorscup.org. The crowning achievement in college athletics. This copyrighted broadcast is an exclusive presentation of Learfield under the broadcasting rights granted by Middle Tennessee State University. Reuse of this presentation is prohibited without the expressed written consent of Middle Tennessee State University and Learfield. Announcers are provided by Learfield and approved by the university. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. Back at Reese Smith Field, Raiders on the wrong side of an 8-4 score against uh, Southern Mississippi. Got a new pitcher coming on for Southern Mississippi. We got a final in that uh, Charlotte game, Dick. So Charlotte uh, wins that one 11-3. You know what that does? That means that Charlotte is now 17-11. and 11. And uh, Louisiana Tech is 18 and 10. So if things stay the same way they are right now, we could end up, San Antonio is losing, so we could end up with a five-way tie for third place. Wow. Going into the action tomorrow. Have to get out the calculators. Oh, yeah. So we got a new pitcher. This is number 32. As soon as I figure out his name, I'll get you some numbers on him. That's Garrett Ramsey. He is a junior out of Brandon, Mississippi. Let me find him here. Here we go. Making his uh, 19th appearance all in relief. And uh, he has thrown 25 two-thirds innings. Only given up eight runs. Seven of them earned on 26 hits. Nine walks, 39 strikeouts, 2.45 ERA, 5-0 record, and three saves, but he's not the closer. Garrett Ramsey Jr., as we mentioned, he had uh, nine saves last year for the Golden Eagles. So he is accustomed to his role. And here's Wyatt Morgan to lead it off for the Raiders. And the seventh takes the first pitch for a call strike. Morgan was batting when Lopez was thrown out trying to steal to end the sixth inning. There's ball one, one, and one to Morgan. Morgan, Galloway, and Rudder here in the seventh. It is eight to four, Southern Miss leading. Swing and a foul back. 
What'd you say about crazy things happening in uh, in San Antonio? Have they come back? No. <laughs> UAB scored uh, ten runs in the top of the seventh. They now lead seventeen to three. Swinging a foul out of play. It sounds more like a Sunday game. It does. One ball, two strikes. The count on wow. Morgan. Pitches outside, two and two. Well, that uh, would probably help everybody. The contenders, anyway. Yeah. Another uh, foul. San Antonio loses, They'll, uh, which uh, they probably will. Um, They'll drop to 18 and 10. Uh, Louisiana no, Tech sorry. drops to 18 and 10. They'll drop to 17 and 11. Right, 17 and 11, and UAB will win their 13th game. Yep. There is a ground ball to second. Should be easy. Go to first in time. Morgan is out for out number one. So let me see. That would, uh, if this game stays the, the way it is, that would be one, two, three, four, five teams at 17 and 11. Five-way tie for third. Here's Jackson Galloway, who has a single and three trips. One out in the seventh. Garrett Ramsey, third pitcher used by the Golden Eagles tonight, delivers the first pitch, and it is inside for ball one. So now you start looking at uh, at how you end up you'll end up seeding all that stuff. There's a strike one and one to Galloway. Who has the tiebreakers? Ball hit high in the air, shallow center field. Everybody on a run, but the center fielder Montenegro will get there and make the call and the catch for out number two in the seventh. Batter will be Briggs Rudder. Working on a perfect night at the plate, two for two, and he's been hit by a pitch. Two outs, base is empty. We're in the seventh. Raiders trailing eight to four. First pitch to Rudder, high ball one. Strike on the outside corner. One ball, one strike. This guy doesn't waste any time. He gets the ball back. He's ready to throw the next pitch. And it is low for ball two. Two and one. Outside ball three. So he's falling behind rudder. Three balls and a strike. Laid an off-speed pitch in there for strike two called, and now the count goes full. Swing and a miss. Struck him out. That will retire the side. 
So Ramsey comes in, makes short work of the Blue Raiders in the seventh. Three up and three down, nothing across. We've completed seven full innings. Southern Miss eight, Middle Tennessee four on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Well, maybe they'll save their pitching once if they clinch tonight. <laughs> Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. This isn't your regular cola, so this isn't your regular cola ad. This is Nitro Pepsi, the first cola ever infused with nitrogen. Think an infusion of smaller bubbles for a cola that's got a lighter, smoother texture. And don't get me started on the pour. We're talking turn the can completely upside down and watch as those bubbles cascade into the glass to create a frothy, luxurious foam topping. This is cola like you've never had it before. New Nitro Pepsi. Smooth, creamy, delicious. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Dustin Dickerson leads it off for the Raiders and the, or for the Eagles, in the eighth inning against the Raiders. Bryson Thomas, first pitch to him is inside ball one. Southern Miss got on the board with two in the top of the first inning. There's a strike. Raiders came back with one of their own. It was two to one going into the fourth. Eagles added a run there to go up three to one, but the Raiders came back with two in their half of the fourth, tied the game at three, three. That's ball two to Dickerson. Raiders went ahead four to three with a run in the bottom of the fifth. Keenan was replaced by Trent Siebert, but the Eagles got to Siebert for four runs in the sixth and added another off Thomas in the seventh for an eight to four lead. That's where we are right now. Three balls and a strike to Dickerson. And ball four is low. So a leadoff walk here in the eighth inning. Too many walks tonight, Dick. It's the seventh walk issued by yep. Blue Raider pitchers tonight, and the third by Thomas. Here is Ewing. He has walked twice, been hit by a pitch, and struck out. So runner at first, nobody out. We're in the eighth inning. And the pitch to the plate is a strike call. Nothing in one. Looks like we'll see Ramsey again in the 
bottom of this inning. They've their bullpen's just watching the ball game. Avery's back a couple of steps. The outfield grass at second base. Big hitting hole up the middle for the left-handed hitter Ewing. Right-handed throwing in the uh, Raider bullpen. Ground foul outside the bag at first. And the count goes to 0-2 on Ewing. Southern Miss with 20 conference wins. Their team won 22 in the conference last season and won 40 overall for the fifth straight year, 40 or more wins. Pitch inside, did it hit him? No. Apparently not, but the runner advances as that ball was in the dirt inside. The left-handed hitter had to back away from it. Another wild pitch. Wow. So I've got five wild pitches and three hit batsmen and seven walks. That is not a recipe for success. No, it's not. One ball, two strikes to Ewing. Let's see, you said seven, uh, seven walks, five wild pitches, right? That's what I've got. That's uh, what the official score has got. There's ball two, two balls, two strikes to Ewing. The runner now at second base with nobody out. Plus we've uh, we've hit a couple. Yep. Hit three. They've only got two for us. They've Which hit three. Low. I had Keenan with two and Siebert with one. They've got Keenan with one. Let me go back and look at that. One. We know he hit that guy in the first inning. Yeah, he hit the guy in the first inning. What's the other one you've got? I don't guess I have it. Yeah. Siebert Siebert hit uh, the pinch hitter in uh, in the top of the sixth. There's a pitch high, ball four. Oh, wow. Runners at first and second, nobody out. That's fourth walk given up by Bryson Thomas. Ewing uh, 0 for 1, struck out looking, hit by uh, hit once and walked three times. He's had an interesting night. <laughs> and we got a visit to the mound, and that's uh, going to be it. So we'll have a pitching change. We'll take a break while the new pitcher comes in. Southern Miss leading eight to four and threatening to get more. You listen to Blue Raider Baseball here on the Raider Network from Learfield. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at getsthealthcare.com. 
Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. For the Raiders, right-hander Jalen Wirtz will enter the game. Freshman from Gallatin pitched uh, an inning uh, Vanderbilt Tuesday night. Sure did, uh, making his 10th appearance tonight. He's thrown 17 innings, given up six runs, five of them earned on 18 hits, two walks, 14 strikeouts, 2.65 ERA, a 2-0 record. Opponents hitting 265 against the freshman right-hander. So Wirtz is on, will inherit runners at first and second with nobody out. And faces the cleanup hitter who is due. Sargent is 0 for 4, two fly balls, a ground ball, and a strikeout. Need a ground ball here, Dick. Sergeant steps in from the right side. Had three home runs in a game at San Antonio last weekend. Here's Wirtz with the pitch and swung on a missed. It's out in front of Sergeant, one strike. Works out of Station Camp High School over in Sumner County. The pitch strike on the outside corner, and it's 0-2. Raider infield looking for that ground ball. Two strikes to count. Wirtz comes set. And the pitch to the plate is swung on. Ground ball to first. Rudder goes to second out there. And no other no, play. They call him safe. That will be Rudder to Lopez for the put out at second. Okay. Okay. The. I see what uh, that was the uh, umpire in the middle was saying safe, but he was calling the runner, I think, at first safe. Runner on second went to third. Yeah. Sergeant on on a fielder's choice. And the runner at first was forced at second, three to six for the first out. The batter is Wilkes. We haven't been able to do much with him tonight. Three out of four. Strike at the knees, nothing in one. He is a triple shy of the cycle. I was going to let you say that. The baseball guys would not have approved of me saying anything about that. 
First and third, there's a swing and a miss. Came with a little high heat. And was that his, uh, his triple swing? It might have been. <laughs> Two strikes to count to Wilkes. Now what he's gonna have to do is get it into, into uh, left or right center at the wall and hope for an interesting bounce. There's a foul out of play. And hope that that runner in, that's in front of him. Speaking of the cycle. Yeah. Who hit the first cycle for the Pirates at Three River Stadium? Oh, wow. That's a tough question, isn't it? Yeah. Swung on, popped up. Second baseman, shortstop, both there. It's going to be Lopez to make the grab for out number two. That would be Jason Kendall. Really? Catcher. He sure was. Two-run homer in the first, single in the second, double in the third, and a two-run triple in the eighth. The only other player to do that at Three Rivers was Jeff Kent of the Giants. Here wow. is Lynch, the third baseman, one out of four. Left-handed hitter. So that means you had to go through, to get to Jason Kendall, you got to get to like 1998 or so. Yeah, that was year 2000. Okay. That was on May the 19th of 2000. So that means they had already been playing at Three Rivers for 25 years at least. Strike call to Lynch, nothing in one. First and third, two outs in the eighth. Works for the pitch. Blocked by Spears, that one in the dirt. One ball, one strike. So when would they have left uh, Forbes Field? Someplace in the late 60s, right? I guess, yeah. Forbes Field, boy, that was a pitcher's ballpark, wasn't it? Oh gosh! That that long left field, and they brought, didn't they bring the, the fences center, in for for uh, Ralph Kiner? Yeah, Kiner, yeah. Center field, you know, if you want to get a, get a good look at what Forbes Field looked like, here's the pitch, a ball just low. Most of the exterior scenes of the original Angels in the outfield with Paul Douglas were filmed at Forbes Field. Oh, I didn't know that. Some terrific views of, uh, if you're a ballpark fan, it's a great movie for ballpark fans, whether you like the movie or not. Two balls and a strike. The pitch is swung on and missed. <laughs> Took a little off yeah. on that one, didn't he? He did. Two and two the count. And so they f actually filmed that movie either in late 50 or during the 51 season. And you can see where they moved the wall in for the uh, for Ralph Kiner. Kiner's corner. Two balls, two strikes. The runner on first goes. Line to right, curving foul. Well, that they, saved a run, maybe two runs. At least. Blue Raider right fielder Snyder over to retrieve the ball, toss it over into the bullpen. Two and two the count. 
to Danny Lynch. He is the Southern Miss third baseman. Pitch is low to throw to second. They come back home. They try the terrible throw. Delayed steal. The throw to the plate is errant. The run scores, and the other runner goes to third. So that would be Dickerson in to score. And over to third, Sargent. And the count now three and two. That was the. Scores an I would say that's an E6. That was the delayed steal. The runner just stopped before Lopez could put the tag on him at second base, and Lopez's throw was wild. And there's ball four as Lynch draws a walk. Yeah. So the Eagles have runners at first and third. The lead is now nine to four, and the batter is McGillis. Two outs, first and third. And again, a two-out run. We've had three walks in the inning. An error. There's ball one to McGillis. They have not yet had a base hit in this inning. One ball, no strikes, the count. Strike called and it levels out at one and one. We mentioned the fact that they don't run a lot, but they've had some good running opportunities in this game. And first and third is always a good Opportunity, check swing and call the ball. Two and one. Fans getting all the plate umpire on that call. Two balls and a strike. Swing and a miss. And it's two and two. Jalen Wirtz came in for Thomas after the first two batters in the inning walked. He got the next two hitters, but then the delayed steal produced a run. There's a ball hit to center. Benson back and fairly deep will make the catch in right center field for the third out. But in the inning, one run, no hits, one error, and two left. We will go to the bottom of the eighth inning. It is Southern Miss 9, Middle Tennessee 4 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. 
It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. We go to the bottom of the eighth inning. Raiders trailing now nine to four. I'd like to thank First Vision Bank for being our game sponsor tonight. First Vision Bank providing more power to your business. Thanks to First Vision Bank for their support of Blue Raider Athletics. Coker will lead it off in the eighth inning. Coker, Snyder, and Spears for the Raiders. Brett Coker tonight, one out of three, singled in the fifth. Garrett Ramsey back for another inning. Set the side down in order in the seventh, so why not? It's low and inside to Coker, ball one. Oh, they don't mind pitching inside at all, do they? No. There's a swing and a foul off the screen. One ball, one strike. <clears throat> ball two is outside, two and one. We'll be right here tomorrow for game two of the series, six o'clock scheduled first pitch. On the air at 5.45, pitch low. Ball three. Three and one to Coker. Well, that's supposed to be good again tomorrow night, isn't it? I think so. Check that out. Here's the 3-1. Swung out, hit to short. Dickerson got a nice hop over to first. And that is out number one in the eighth inning. That is four in a row set down by Ramsey. <laughs> Here is Eston Snyder. Doubled in the second inning as the leadoff batter, but was left stranded. Hit into a fielder's choice and drove in a run with a sacrifice fly in the fifth. We're supposed to have good weather tomorrow and Saturday. Strike call to Snyder, nothing in one. And the weather Sunday is supposed to be terrible and will be, it won't matter to us. There's a strike call. Nothing and two to the Raider right fielder. Ramsey winds and fires and Snyder pokes it down the right field line. Right fielder coming in on a run, makes the catch. That's Pato. That is out number two. Batters Mason Spears has a double and three trips. Pitcher number 23, Mason Spears. Boy, Spears has earned his meal money tonight, hasn't oh, he? Oh, he sure has. Takes a ball on the first pitch. Have we got a whirlpool in there in the training room? <laughs> I don't know. 
might need it. As I know there's one in the uh, strength and conditioning room. There's a foul back, one and one. If he doesn't need the whirlpool tonight, he sure will tomorrow. Swing and a miss. And the count goes to one and two. Southern Miss leading nine to four. We are in the eighth inning. Two out spaces empty, and that is out number three. Spears goes down on strikes. So Ramsey has come in and retired six in a row. Nothing across in the eighth inning. We will go to the ninth on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. My son was 20 years old when he was prescribed opioids. It took him five days to get addicted. I'm not supposed to be the one to go get his suit and tie and pick which sneakers that I'm going to bury him. My son overdosed at the age of 22 years old. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. Hey, Blue Raiders. Thinking about buying a second home along the coast? I've got you covered. From Gulf Shores to Apalachicola, or maybe a condo cabin in the Smokies, I've got that covered too. Buying, selling, or auction here in Middle Tennessee? Not a problem either. Call on me, Richard Lewis, for all of your real estate dreams. Oh, by the way, I'm never too busy for any of your referrals. Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, 615-896-5656. You're listening to NTSU Sports on WGNS. And we'll see a new pitcher for the Blue Raiders in the ninth inning is left-hander Jacob Wright, a freshman out of Blackman High School. Making his third appearance of the season, he's thrown two and two-thirds innings, giving up uh, two runs, both earned on two hits, one walk, four strikeouts. 6.75 ERA and uh, no record. So the Raiders with their fifth pitcher of the game out there. Nine to four, we're in the top of the ninth inning. Hato will lead off for Southern Miss. So tonight in the league, Marshall has FAU has won. FAU beat Marshall eight to six. Old Dominion has won. Old Dominion beat uh, Western Kentucky five to three. And Charlotte has won. Charlotte beat Louisiana Tech 11 to three. Rice beat FIU. That was uh, this morning and uh, early this afternoon, five to four. And UAB and UTSA still going. They are in the bottom of the eighth inning and it is UAB 17, UTSA. San Antonio six. Peto takes the first pitch from right. It is a strike call. Jacob is a left-hander. Very limited appearances this season, but uh, he looked pretty good his last time out. Pitch is a ball, one and one. Peto, the number eight hitter in the lineup. Takes a strike called, and it's one and two. Johnson, the catcher, waiting to hit next. 
Wright with the one-two pitch. Swung on and a ground ball to Rudder at first base. He'll make the play unassisted. And that is out number one. And here is Johnson, Blake Johnson. He is a junior out of Gulfport, Mississippi. Right-handed batter. Had a sacrifice fly last time up. Takes the first pitch high for ball one. Stay with us for our post-game show. We'll have uh, some words from Coach Tillman from down on the field. Give you all the totals in this game. and uh, We hit another batter. Another hit batsman. It's the second time that Johnson has been hit. He came in to replace Montenegro as a pinch hitter and got hit on the first pitch. So he's at first with one out and the batter is Gabe Montenegro. Has two hits and five trips. Right, comes set and the first pitch is fouled out of play. Strike one. Southern Mississippi's been a good road team this year. They're 18 and six on the road, including a 10 and two mark on the road in conference play. High. Both those losses were down in Alabama, weren't they? Yeah, UAB. Raiders have been a good road team. They are 20 and 14 on the road and 11 and four on the road in conference play. One ball, one strike. Montenegro swings a little bit late, fouls it off. One and two. If the Raiders lose this game, their home record in conference play will dip below 500 at six and seven. A ball and two strikes and that one lined. That, was that caught, or did the first base coach just get out of the way? I think he just got out of the way. Boy, that was close. It was a scorcher. Well, they're finally gone. They've finally gone to the top of the ninth in San Antonio, and it is now 17 to seven. The pitch swung out and missed. Struck him out. Montenegro down on strikes, four out number two. Jacob Wright gets his first strikeout. Is that his first Blue Raider strikeout, I wonder? Uh, let's see. Let me check on that. I don't think so. I think he had one. Yeah, actually, he's had, uh, had four. Wow. Didn't realize that. Two outs, runner at first. Here's Dickerson. And the pitch to him is swung on, fouled out of play, strike one. He's retired. Uh, he is uh, retired ten batters and five of them on strikeouts. That's not bad. Not too bad, is it? That's something to build on for the future. There's a strike on the outside corner. Nothing in two. 
I believe the plate umpire strike zone has widened a little bit. Could be. Could be because it's late in the game. Uh, three hours and 15 minutes in. High. One and two. Looking ahead to the bottom of the night, Benson, and then the top of the batting order for the Raiders. Swung on, that one's drilled into left field, past Coker, and now it gets by Galloway, and the runners will move up a base. But that'll be a single and an error. What do you think? Probably so. Because I think they just put the air back up on the board. That's the Raiders' fourth error. Yep. Left fielder number 38, Reese Ewing. So runners at second and third, two outs. Here's Ewing. He's had that unusual line. Three walks, hit by pitch, and a strikeout. Pitch outside, ball one. Last two series on the road, the Raiders played excellent defense. Can't say that about tonight. Not tonight. One ball, no strikes. Check swing and ball two. You know, both of these teams have played nine, <coughs> excuse me, conference series. <coughs> and both are seven and two in conference series. Seven series, one, two lost. There's the ball speared by Rudders. It came right over the bag at first base. That's a fair ball and Rudder. Good job. We'll make the play at first for out number three. No runs, one hit, one error, two left. We'll go to the bottom of the ninth inning, last chance for the Raiders. Southern Miss nine, Middle Tennessee four on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hit a grand slam with Bunny Bread. Proud supporter of the Blue Raiders. With its soft, fresh taste you know and love, Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns are fan favorites for all ages. Bunny is the perfect triple play with the taste you want, the nutrition you need, and energy to go. So step up to the play with Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns today and cheer the Blue Raiders on to victory. That's what I said. Bunny Bread. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. 
So we go to the bottom of the ninth inning. Jacob Williams is going to hit for Benson. And then we'll go back to the top of the batting order. Garrett Ramsey has retired six in a row, pitched a perfect seventh, the perfect eighth inning. He's listed a not a big six, guy, is oh, he's listed 6'3", but he doesn't look that big to me. He sure doesn't to me either. He's out of Brandon, Mississippi, a junior. Uh, pitched two years at Hines Community College. That's in Mississippi, I think. Yeah, that's in uh, Jackson. So he is uh, on for his third inning. And here's Jacob Williams. And Brandon is uh, right across the Pearl River from Jackson. First pitch to Williams, a strike called. Over in Rankin County. Jacob had a home run in the 21-7 win over Rice last Sunday. Hits this one high in the air and foul and out of play. Quickly, the count 0-2. And, and if you're a batter, you better be ready because Ramsey's going to bring it quickly to the plate. Yeah, he's ready. No fooling around. Here's the 0-2 pitch, and it is outside for ball one. Lopez and Mabry, the next two scheduled hitters here in the ninth. And a fly ball to center field, pretty well hit. Center fielder Montenegro back. Boy, his back was to the wall. And makes the catch about as far as he could go in center field, just a little to the left of center. He did, uh, his, uh, his back was to the wall when he caught that. Wow. Gusto Lopez has a hit. He's been safe on an error, been hit by a pitch. He scored a run. Pitch to him is high and inside, ball one. Nine to four, the Raiders down to their last two outs here in the ninth inning. There's ball two, a little bit low, two and oh. Swing and a miss. Two balls and a strike to Lopez. Pitch high inside, ball three. Well, the Raiders got the uh, Southern Miss Friday night starter out of there after four and a third innings, but and took a lead, but then were unable to hold it. Well, when you walk as many people as we've walked and thrown as many wild pitches as we have and allowed five stolen bases and you hit a, a couple of folks, Four errors and four errors. It's uh, that's that's tough to put a W on the board. Lopez has walked. He is at first base with one out for J.T. Mabry. Mabry swings at the first pitch, fouls it back. Strike one.
one on, hit into right field. Coming on quickly, the right fielder will make the grab. That is Pato. That is out number two. Avery flies to shallow right field for the second out. Here's Wyatt Morgan, last chance for the Raiders. Morgan one out of four. A first inning single, drove in a run. Lopez at first, two outs. Ramsey with the pitch, outside, ball one. <laughs> Wyatt Morgan, a left-handed hitter against the right-hander Ramsey. Swung on, a ground ball to first. Picked up there by the first baseman, Sargent. He'll touch the base for out number three. And that's your ball game. No runs, one hit, one left. And Southern Mississippi takes the first game of this three-game series by a score of nine to four. The Golden Eagles improved to 39 and 14. They are 21 and seven in Conference USA. The Raiders dropped to 29 and 22. They are 17 and 11. And with that win, Southern Mississippi is the champion. Well, congratulations to them. And they'll also be hosting the tournament next week in Hattiesburg. Glad you to stay with us for our post-game show. We'll have comments from Coach Toman and totals and highlights on this one. So stay with us. Post-game next on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, 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 hey. Nothing gets your attention like a happy client. When we were planning our move from Wisconsin to Murfreesboro, we chose Chip Walters of Exit Realty. He knows Rutherford County, and we looked in several neighborhoods. And Chip helped us write an offer on a house in Murfreesboro. And it was accepted on the first try. If you were to tell me you were looking at buying or selling a home, I'd tell you to choose Chip. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamon Associates, your trusted advisor in real estate. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. What do you think of when you hear community, integrity, commitment, tradition, and partners? The folks at Sodexo know it's family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers. The people we live with, work with, share our world with, and the fans we love to serve. Sodexo is community. It's a community of more than 200 employees and nonprofit volunteers and the thousands of fans we serve at MTSU. Sodexo is a community of people who are committed to enhancing your game day experience. Sodexo, proud server of your game day concession needs and proud to serve the Blue Raiders. 
Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student-athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! This has been Blue Raider Baseball on the Blue Raider Sports Network. Today's game was presented by Lewis Bakeries, Bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, Healthy Life, and Lewis Bake Shop Reds. And Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Let's go back to the stadium. Once again, here's Dick Palmer. Thank you. Welcome back in to our Post-game show now as the Raiders fall to Southern Mississippi by a score of 9-4. to four. And the Raiders uh, were in this ball game, John, through five innings. In fact, led 4-3 to three after five, but then uh, bottom kind of fell out pitching-wise, defensive, uh, some defensive miscues and a lot of walks tonight well i think first of all you got to give a lot of credit to zach keenan he's uh, been struggling thought he came out and gave us five pretty good innings kept us in the ball game he was uh uh had a lead when he left and uh we just couldn't hold it for him keenan went five innings gave up three runs two earned two walks five strikeouts gave up five hits and uh threw 88 pitches and he was in line to be the winning pitcher yep. had the Raiders bullpen been able to hold it. And uh, as I think you mentioned it, there in the ninth inning, we were able to get their Friday night starter uh, out of the ball game. And we got him out pretty early. So uh, we, we got seven hits off of him, then through four and a third, and then through the final four and two-thirds could only manage one more. Yep. Nine to four, the final score. And as you mentioned, uh, Southern Mississippi wraps up the regular season Conference USA Championship with the win tonight. So we'll uh, come back and do it all over again tomorrow night. Well, there, there's still a lot of pl- uh, to play for because uh, with uh, they're in the uh, bottom of the ninth now down in San Antonio, with San Antonio losing 18 to seven. I think they're going to have a hard time coming back. What that's going to mean is that Louisiana Tech is in second place uh, at 18 and 10, and then there are one, two, three, four, five teams at 17 and 11. Wow. A lot of seeding still to go uh, over the next two days. Yeah, so the Raiders uh, in a, a virtual log jam there with uh, UTSA, Florida Atlantic, uh, Old Dominion, Charlotte, and Louisiana Tech. Yeah, so a lot of things 
the next two days really are going to be important for us to figure out what happens next week. Okay, I think Carson's about uh, ready to uh, talk with uh, Coach Jim Toman down on the field. We'll give you all of the final totals when we uh, come back after that uh, post-game interview. Nine to four, the final score. And we're going to send it uh, in just a second, we will. (laughs) (laughs) We're ready to send it down on the field to Carson Herbert. Carson? All right, Coach. um, Long night uh, for the Blue Raiders. Uh, You were in it for the first uh, three innings there. I had the lead there momentarily, but uh, the second half of the game just didn't go your way. Um, Talk about tonight and uh, just what you're feeling well, I mean, I thought Keenan did a good job. We had the lead in the fifth, so we only had we were 12 outs away from beating them with our best reliever on the mound, and it didn't happen. I could have maybe squeezed another inning. Hindsight is always 20-20. Could have maybe squeezed another inning out of Keenan. He had uh, 90, so I could have maybe got him out, got got him out there for another inning. But Siebert's been one of our go-to guys all year, and it, I felt like they had six lefties in the line. I thought this, you know, this is going to be a good matchup because he's pretty good against lefties, but it didn't happen. We gave it four runs. Now, we did not play extremely well. We had four errors. I think we had pass ball or a couple wild pitches. Obviously, uh, when you walk nine guys, you usually don't win. So between the wild pitches and the pass balls and the errors and the walks and hit by pitches, well, not all that adds up to nine runs. And they had and they got good pitching, so uh, probably guys for fighting for you know we're you know we were up I think four three going into the sixth, you know against a really good team and we just we didn't didn't score after the sixth inning. So too many uh, errors, too many walks, too many hit by pitches. Really good team over there. So but uh, guys got to flush it and got to come back tomorrow and fight as hard as we can and try to get a win. Yeah, this team has been really good this season with their backs up against the wall. Um, got some positives to take away from tonight despite the score, despite the final score. What's the approach heading into tomorrow and Saturday? Well, it's all hands on deck. I mean, we're, you know, we're, we can't start Wigginton or Ham. They're not, they're not with us right now. So we're going to have to step up and guys that uh, haven't pitched a whole lot are going to have to pitch and just have to play, figure out a way to win. All right. Thank you, Coach. I right, appreciate it. That is uh, Coach Jim Tolman with uh, Carson Herbert down on the field as Southern Mississippi wins the first game of the series by a score of 9-4. to four. Final totals for the Golden Eagles, nine runs, ten hits. They committed one error and left 12 men on base. For the Blue Raiders, four runs, eight hits. They committed four errors, stranded eight runners. The time of the game, three hours, 22 minutes, 734 in attendance tonight. And, John, as far as uh, hitting goes, the Raiders only had one uh, player with multiple hits, that was Briggs Rudder. Uh, Briggs Rudder, uh, and he uh, made some good plays down at first base, too. Uh, he's uh, he's earned his spot in that uh, lineup every day. He's up to 312 now on the season. 
Over on the other side, uh, Slade Wilkes goes three for five, drives in three, uh, and gave Montenegro their leadoff hitter two for six with a couple of RBIs. So that's uh, that's where the good stuff was going on the southern Mississippi side. Yeah, if, they, uh, if, if, the, if it had opened up and rained after five innings, the Raiders would have won it. But yep. <laughs> because it was a complete game then, but four runs in the sixth inning kind of broke that uh, game open. Boy, it sure did. And then they added single runs in the seventh and eighth for a 9-4 to four win. So it's going to wrap it up for us uh, here in the press box. I'd like to thank you for joining us, and we'll look for better things tomorrow. Six o'clock game time and the pregame at 545. Until then, Dick Palmer for our for John Callow. Our studio producer has been Zach Woodard. Thanks so much for joining us. We wish you a pleasant good evening from the ballpark. This isn't your regular cola, so this isn't your regular cola ad. This is Nitro Pepsi, the first cola ever infused with nitrogen. Think an infusion of smaller bubbles for a cola that's got a lighter, smoother texture. And don't get me started on the pour. We're talking turn the can completely upside down and watch as those bubbles cascade into the glass to create a frothy, luxurious foam topping. This is cola like you've never had it before. New Nitro Pepsi. Smooth, creamy, delicious. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Granison Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Granison Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Granison Associates online at gcpas.com. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. Any way you slice it, your game day won't be complete without soft, delicious bunny bread and bunny buns, an official corporate partner of Blue Raider Athletics. Whether you're watching with friends, cheering in the stands, or tuning in at home, count on Bunny to help strike out hunger and give you energy. So pick up some bunny buns and bunny bread today. It's sure to be a home run. That's what I said. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. 
Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. This has been Blue Raider Baseball. Today's game was presented by Lewis Bakeries, bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, Healthy Life, and Lewis Bake Shop Breads. And Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Blue Raider Network.